What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Manifest Daily. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. I'm the host of the show. If it's your first time here, welcome. I'm super happy to have you tuned in to your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, y'all know the vibes. Okay, hey girl, hey. Hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. So it's another evening where I'm recording late at night, right before I was about to get ready for bed. I actually plan to record tomorrow. So it's Monday as I'm recording and this episode is set to go up tomorrow. But I was just kind of like, okay, probably not going to record something today. We'll probably just like sit down, do it tomorrow in the morning and then get the episode you know, up a little bit later in the day. But as I was wrapping up, like putting my dishes in the dishwasher and, you know, putting my, um, my laundry in the, in the dryer and like tidying up the living room and dining room area, I felt really called to sit down and do this episode simply because I want to talk about the new moon in Virgo that we have coming up this week. So I'm thinking about adding more of these like new and full moon episodes to the types of episodes I do on the show. If you really like that idea, let me know. I just, I love getting a little bit of confirmation that, you know, whatever is feeling aligned to me is also really helpful and aligned to you. So if that is something that you do want to see more of, just like let me know. But I was like, yeah, I want to sit down and record an episode about the new moon in Virgo that we have this week simply because it's so aligned (laughs) with the entire vibes of like that last burst of energy that I had in the past like half an hour and the things that I was doing. And I really want to dive into it and talk about it and, you know, give you guys a high level understanding of this particular new moon's energy, but then dive into what you can expect in your life based on your rising sign. If you don't know, I'm like really leaning into my love of astrology these days. I feel like I've kind of tiptoed around it on this show recently, like, you know, doing my energy reports and mentioning astrology, but almost having a little bit of like, you know, I don't even know if I would call it shame. I don't know what the word is, but almost having this sort of like maybe imposter syndrome is the best word for the best description. And, you know, just kind of feeling like, oh my God, does anyone care about this? Like, I'm so passionate and I'm so curious about this and so excited about it. But like, is anyone sharing that? And, you know, kind of bring it back to some of the things that I've learned about my human design recently. And I have so many episodes in the vault, including one where I had a human design expert who comes on the show and really reads my chart as well as answers some of our questions about human design that will be going up soon. But, you know, coming back to that, one of the things that I have learned recently is that a lot of my success is really created in the moments where I'm just kind of doing the things that I love and sharing them with the world, allowing myself to dive deep be curious, explore without this sort of expectation of what it needs to become. And, you know, the more that I am also diving into astrology and really, really, really getting deep and and sort of like using that as a conduit to better understand myself, the more that I, oops, (laughs) so sorry, um, the more that I am understanding that 
part of my journey here is around exploration, is around transformation, allowing the version of myself that I know myself to be and the things that I know myself to do to kind of like evolve and change and pivot and really becoming comfortable with sort of changing things up. And instead of living in shame around that, allowing myself to live in the freedom of change. Because I think we are in such a world where there is this sort of like, you know, what's the word I want to say? We almost like prioritize and put um, stability on a pedestal. And the way we describe stability is often around this descriptor of like things not changing, right? So if you have the relationship that's stable, it's one where you and your partner have a very similar dynamic for X amount of years. If you have a stable job, it's one where you've been at the same place and things don't really change much. Maybe you get paid more, but things are really stable there, right? And so we, we sort of like, see stability as this beautiful thing because we can be comfortable in that. If you know that every single day that you wake up, things are always the same day in and day out, right? Or, or, you know, mostly the same, then you get comfortable and you know that you can expect that. And there's something really nice about that, but there's also a lot of beauty and change and transformation. And I've often found myself sort of like wanting to shy from change and wanting to shy from transformation simply because I always felt like I would be judged for it as well. Like not only would I judge myself, but I would be judged for it by the public. And and I say by the public, not meaning like, oh, like social media, but like literally like my friends, my family, like people around me, right? People who know me and judged for this desire to want to pivot often. And I've kind of come to realize that that is part of my journey. So In any case, long rant to say that this journey that I'm taking with the show, this sort of evolution, the pivots that, you know, I've made, it's always done, or at least the the goal is to do it with authenticity in mind. And I always like to say, showing up as your authentic self in this world, it looks differently in different chapters. Perhaps in one chapter, it looks one way and you're like, okay, this is really me. I feel really good about this. And in the next chapter, that version of yourself no longer resonates. And it's okay. It's okay to be like that version of myself was so me like two, three, four years ago. And now it's not. Like when I look back at the version of me, like I, this is such a silly example, but I was thinking about this the other day when I was in like college, I loved playing around with hair color. Like I was a girl who had like, I did gray at one point. Like y'all remember when granny hair was the thing, like gray hair. I had teal at one point, purple, orange, blonde, jet black, highlights, all of the things. And I had so much fun because I would get my wigs and just color them. And that was my creative outlet to really play around with like different haircuts and colors. And I learned a lot about styling and a lot about expressing my creativity through that sort of means and that thing, which was my hair. But now, and I remember like the other day, I was like, you know, thinking about the types of color of hair that I wear these days. And for the most part, it's like, I'll do maybe like a light brown or, or dark honey blonde, but that's that's as much as I do. And, you know, I remember thinking like, oh my God, I'm not as like adventurous as I used to be. And like, oh my God, I'm so boring now. And I was like, that's not true, right? We I love how sometimes our brains will take one little thing and like make that our entire life and like just tell us a lie. But I was like, that's not true. I'm not boring. I'm still adventurous. I'm still curious. I'm still creative, except it looks differently now, right? The thing that I like to pour my passion and my curiosity into isn't really hair color anymore, but that doesn't mean that who I am, like that that part of myself, that creative version, that creative, you know, descriptor is no longer applicable to myself. It's just changed. So really, you know, we're going to get into that in this episode because this new moon in Virgo has a bit of that change sort of aspect and I guess like coloring to it. And we're going to talk about that in a second, but I kind of wanted to catch all up on how I'm doing, how things are going. I love my like chatty catch up episodes. I feel like these are so cathartic for me as well. I have been like going through just a very like, I don't even know what the word would be because it feels like on one hand, it's slightly a depressive episode, but on the other hand, it feels like I'm really transforming. And to kind of go back to what I was saying, I think sometimes when you're going through like that transformative period, right? So when you're stepping from one chapter and season of your life into the next, 
it can be really confusing and it can be really scary and it can be really hard to navigate. And, you know, all of the astrology into it with the Saturn return, everything like that's definitely applicable here. But I remember kind of sitting down and, you know, I've, I've talked this through in therapy as well and kind of just sitting with myself and talking to myself about this. And one thing that it feels like for me is that the dust is settling. And now that the dust is settling, I am really having to process. So what I mean by that is when all of the things in my life occurred in the past, like let's say month and a half, two months, right? So I went from one situationship ending to uh, like another one starting, becoming a relationship, all like also a lot of changes within my career and kind of what I want to do and what I the outlook of my career. And then breaking up, moving to a new place, trying to navigate all of this. And I feel like when it was all happening in like the last month and a half, it was like, you know, when everything is so chaotic that you can't even really process how you're feeling because the thing that you're trying to do is just stay afloat. Oh, on top of that, the planner's launching. Okay, guys, the planner have launched um, shop.themanifestdaily.com. I'm literally still waiting for the inventory. So pre-orders will be shipping when I get that. Hopefully I can ship some out before I head to Europe. But if not, everything will be shipping in late October. But either way, that was also part of this chaos here as well. But as you're going through, you know, chaotic moments, it's like you, you're only trying to like survive, <laughs> Like that's literally what it is. You're trying to get up every day, get shit done, survive, keep your head above water. That's the best way I could describe it. Like the last, I would say, cause it's September 11th as I'm recording this. So like the last two months, I've just been trying to keep my head above water. Now that the dust is settling, now that, you know, the planners will be here soon, now that the launch has technically happened and the shop is open and you can purchase a planner, now that I have really, it's really hit me like, okay, I'm single, I'm, I'm back out here. Now that it's like I'm in the new place and even though I still have to hang up my art and still kind of like settle in more, that's something that kind of happens over time, but I'm, I'm pretty settled. Like I have my routine here, I've closed out, everything at my last place like I'm this is my new home it feels like oh wow you know what I mean it's like okay now I have to process I found that this particular Venus retrograde really brought up a lot of emotions for me I think I mentioned to you guys on the show that I was having moments where I was dreaming about my exes or thinking about them a lot and it was really weird because it wasn't even like some of it was I had memories and I was really upset and I was really angry and I had this sort of like guttural just rage inside me of like how could like why just why right and then some of it was just like thinking and having moments like today I was driving and I had a moment where I thought of something and I started laughing because I remembered this like funny thing that happened and it was this really beautiful memory even though you know other things have shadowed it right and then there were moments where I would just cry like I discovered this one song um it's called Ngozi by Arya Star and oh my god I forget who because she's only featured in it so I don't even know who the main artist is but look the song up I've been obsessed with that freaking song and the other night I like went out and I was like listening to it the whole time like the, that whole day I was listening to it so like as I was going in the gym and everything and then as I was like getting ready and the song itself is just basically talking about like this love of your life like the sing the artist is singing about the love of his life and then she, like Arya comes in and she's singing back about that and you know kind of like how they belong to each other and their best friends and just sort of that deep love that just when you know that's your person and I just I love the song I love you know just everything about it and I remember coming back home that night and just having this moment of like it was just like the best way I could describe it is I just felt like I can't wait to meet that person if that makes sense so it was kind of like having the all of the feelings flowing through of like, okay, here are all the things that didn't work out. I know that's for my greater good. I know there's something better out there, but like almost like missing the person that's not yet here. That's, I guess like that, that describes it well. And I just had this moment where I started crying and it was just like, I've been really allowing myself to cry because I, you know, even though I've <laughs> cried several times on the show, growing up and, you know, becoming the person I am it's taken 
time to get comfortable with being vulnerable. Like I remember in college or maybe it was like post-college. I feel like it was college though. Like at one point having to learn to get comfortable with telling my friends that I love them because Growing up, I was like, my parents don't say that. Like, they don't say, I love you. There's, there, recently we started hugging. Okay. And this is not to shame them for that because obviously they're, they're coming from a place where they know what they know. Right. And there's how they grew up and all of those things. So it's not just, um, me trying to like shame them for that, but it's trying to like explain that I had to work towards understanding how to really process my emotions and how to really allow myself to feel my emotions and to bring it back (laughs) to the astrology, right? I have a a cancer moon placement, which is very responsive, very emotional, very intuitive, very in touch with the emotions, right? Um, Cancer is ruled by the moon. And then I have this Aquarius rising, which even though I think a lot of times people think of Aquarius as like holds and distant, and that's a lot of like what I, I hear people saying with with Aquarius, Aquarius are very empathetic. We feel, we care about the collective. We care about humanitarian related issues, collective related issues. You want to help people. But I feel like when I was sort of like learning about myself and getting comfortable with those things, I almost felt as if I was wearing this mask where I couldn't really wear my heart on my sleeve. I couldn't really show up to the world and say, I've been hurt or I am hurt or I am hurting and cry or feel sad or really feel the things. And even now I still sometimes struggle with that because my coping mechanism for when I'm hurt and feel pain is to isolate. And I'm working so hard on that to allow myself to really lean on people because I tend to isolate and I tend to pull away because for me, I don't want to burden people with my emotions and I don't want to make someone feel like oh my god she's complaining and yada yada and I think you know I I mentioned that a lot on here too because it's like for me to share and for me to kind of recognize what I'm feeling and talk about it it is just a big step because typically I would just hold it all in and keep it all together because I feel like that's how I come off as the person who just has it all together she's like always she's good she's good she she gets ghosted she's good you know what I mean like the the relationship she thought was going somewhere ends it's fine she's fine (laughs) And I know I will be, right? And I think that's the thing. I I truly deep down understand that and know that. But in those moments, right, you know, whether it is that I'm feeling lonely or wanting a partner or even just sometimes just like wanting, you know, my I, I like wishing my parents lived down the street. Like when I meet people and they're like, oh, I went to my parents' house for dinner. It's like, you know, I know that if I lived near my parents, I probably would take that for granted in so many ways, right? And I probably like getting annoyed by them and all that kind of stuff. And maybe that's the case with you. But when just being away from them and not having the option to say, oh, I want to go to Marshall's today. Let me go, you know, pick my mom up and let's go. Or, oh, I want to go out to dinner. It's like, I have have to it's just been such a journey and I I don't regret my journey of like moving to Texas moving to Dallas thing here I've obviously stayed here because even though it is so freaking hard sometimes even though I can sometimes feel so isolated and so lonely I also have a lot of moments where I'm shown just how amazing things could be I've met amazing people I think this particular journey has really shown me how strong I am, which I don't think I would have like learned in the way that perhaps I needed to learn without taking the leap and coming here. So it's just been a beautiful journey. But recently I have been having a lot of moments where emotions are coming up and I've just been allowing myself to feel them instead of just being like, no, I have to push through. I have to, you know, I'm like, no, if I feel the need to cry today, I I was driving. Where was I going today? Oh my God. Wait, where was I going? I'm like losing my mind again. Oh, I was going to the doctor this morning. I just felt that urge to cry but I didn't this morning because I was wearing mascara and it wasn't waterproof mascara and I didn't want to like pop up at the doctor's office looking like a wet raccoon so didn't do that but I've just been allowing myself to 
let it out. And it's it's incredibly cathartic. And I don't know, I guess, you know, I, I, I just feel like with myself and the Cancer Moon, the well of emotions runs deep. The feels run very deep. The emo behavior runs very deep. But I also think that it is healing. And I am also the type of person where I feel like I do a really good job of turning my pain into something that is like beautiful, if that makes sense. So whether it's through an episode where I can sit here and talk to you, or perhaps it's like I write um, poetry sometimes, or even just kind of like being able to take whatever perspective I have that comes up as I'm feeling that pain and see something differently from it and being able to see how beautiful that thing is. And not that you always have to get something beautiful from pain. This is not saying that at all because sometimes I'm just pissed. Sometimes I'm just sad and whatever. But yeah, it's just, it's been a lot of that lately. The dust has definitely settled. It's definitely a lot of um, just a lot of processing, just a lot of processing. So yeah, if you're also navigating something like this, whether you have moved away from your friends and family or you are navigating a breakup, whether it's a friendship breakup, which also is incredibly, incredibly painful. I'm also kind of navigating like changes within my friendship which is really hard I think that's another thing that's kind of I don't know like it's just it's it's a truth of being an adult right like you are gonna have your friendships change and I think I'm still struggling with that a bit to just kind of like the dynamics and you know people kind of hating their own family units and friendship not necessarily being at the top of their priority list anymore and everyone is different obviously every friendship is different but for me that's kind of been my reality and I feel like it just it's it's a tough pill to swallow. It's definitely a tough pill to swallow. So just trying to navigate that and kind of figure out like, okay, you know, for me, what it's looked like is allowing myself to lean into the things that have been bringing me joy and really leaning into putting myself out there still. So the solo date ideas that I did the episode on, I've been, I have like the list of them on my notes on my phone. And so I've just been like trying to tick those off and not from a place of like, I need to tick all of these off, but more so like if I'm ever thinking of wanting to do something with myself on a particular weekend or weekday, I'm kind of like, okay, let me look at that list for inspiration. So the other day I went to see Barbie, as you guys know. Um, I actually, what's this weekend? I think this coming weekend, I'm gonna go thrifting and just look for some vintage frames for my art for my walls. Um, This past weekend, I definitely had a very homebody type of weekend. I spent the entire weekend in bed pretty much and... I, no regrets, no regrets. I started watching The Boys on Amazon. If y'all have not seen that show, it's basically about like this guy who his partner is, um, is killed by a superhero. I'm not spoiling, it's in the trailer. His partner's killed by a superhero. And he basically like, you know, meets this guy who's like, hey, do you want to get revenge? And so they they team up and it's a bunch of guys and they're kind of like trying to get revenge on these superheroes for specific things. And you're thinking, oh no, the superheroes are good. Uh, listen, in this particular um, show, it really highlights sort of the, um, is the word, would it be a juxtaposition perhaps? <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. But really just how these superheroes are really quite human at heart, right? And so even though they have these amazing powers and yada yada, it's like that saying about power corrupting people, right? And so you have these people who are in incredible positions of power who are making incredibly corrupt decisions and doing things like killing innocent people. And so it's, it's so good. I just finished season two today and there are three seasons on Amazon so that show got me through the weekend I will say I survived this weekend because of that show and it was just so good and I'm like oh my god what am I gonna do when I finish it because you know when you're in such a juicy show and you're like sucked into the universe the characters and the plot and everything and you're like oh god well what am I gonna do when this finishes like I have nothing else lined up so if y'all know a good show or let me know and let it at least have two to three seasons to it because I need to binge (laughs) like I need something there but um I also signed up for tennis lessons those don't start until I get back from Europe but 
super, super, super excited about that because I have just said that for the longest time. I also want to continue my swim lessons as well, but they didn't have any lessons for um, the dates that I'm looking at like up yet. But I also want to go and do tennis lessons, get back into that because I loved playing tennis that summer. I went to summer uh, tennis camp when I was a kid and I loved that so much. And I played one year in high school and I was like, I want to bring that back and learn as an adult and kind of like get involved in like a league or something here. So that's something that I'm doing. But yeah, this has been a particularly long intro. Um, I'm going to have timestamps down below, but I am going to put ads in this episode. So for the timestamps, I would say, for example, if you're looking for like, you know, Aries, Taurus, whatever, and you go to the timestamp and it's like, I I haven't just announced it. I think you would need to fast forward a little bit. So just like fast forward just a little bit and then you should be close to it. But it should be around the timestamps that I put in the show notes. Uh, So yeah. So let's go ahead and dive into the new moon talk now that we have done our lengthy intro. I feel like I was just catching up with a friend. Oh my God, I love, oh, I love the lengthy intros because honestly, so cathartic. So cathartic. Okay. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. So we have this new moon in Virgo on September... On September 14th, 2023. I don't know. I started laughing because I like wrote the date really weird in my notes. I'm like looking at my notes and the date is just, I don't know why I wrote it like that. But anyways, it's September 14th, 8.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. Convert that to your time zone. Um, So that means it might be earlier in the day or perhaps it might land on September 15th for you, depending on the time zone that you're in. Let's get into this. So this is a new moon in Virgo. We know the Virgo vibes. We've talked about Virgo a bit on the show before. Virgo is an earth sign. It's also a mutable sign, which means that it's an earth sign that's like very grounded. It's, you know, about the tangible things, the material things, the earthly realm, if you will. But mutable meaning that it has this energy of being able to transform and change and be a little bit more flexible, right? Whereas Taurus, for example, is a fixed earth sign. So a lot of times when you hear about fixed signs, there can be that additional descriptor of stubborn or set in their ways. Whereas with mutable signs, it's that energy of like, no, they can definitely like go with a flow. What that looks like will depend on the energy of the sign itself. So with Virgo, they go, they, they're they open to that transformation. They're here for that change and that transformation, but it's often through this lens of like critique 
and detail and organization and neatness, right? When you think about Virgos, if you know a Virgo who's like a true, true, true epitome of a Virgo, it's very much that energy of someone who likes to like organize things, keep things clean. They're into their habits. They're into just very like you know, almost like this controlled environment in a way, but there's this energy of wanting to clean things up, to change things through that organization. So when it comes to this particular new moon, we are thinking about planting seeds, but we're also thinking about planting seeds through the Virgo lens. And we're thinking about planting seeds and bringing things into our reality through a very earthly perspective as well. So when we're talking about new moons, you know, a lot of us will talk about planting a specific manifestation, planting a specific seed, setting a specific intention, which is absolutely beautiful. And that's exactly what you want to do. However, with this particular new New moon there's an additional coloring of like okay if we want to plant these things if we want to bring this thing to life in a very tangible and earthly way we need to also focus on the details we need to focus on the organization we need to focus on the discipline we need to focus on the logic because virgo is ruled by Mer Mer mercury whatever <laughs> mercury Mercury, okay, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. And so there's this energy of just like logic, almost just again, that organizational application here. So even though, you know, you're you're bringing this to light and you're planting your seeds, this isn't the energy of like, okay, we're gonna plant the seeds and have fun and like vibe and like, that's it. It's like, no, we're gonna plant the seeds. We are gonna vibe and have fun, yeah, but that's not it. Let's actually dive a little bit deeper and figure out how we need to actually like, get this plan to grow. So if you've planted the seed, this Virgo new this Virgo new moon energy is like, okay, what plant food do we have at home, right? How many times are we watering our plant? How many times are we checking on it? Do we need to get any additional resources or tools? You're on YouTube watching the videos on how to grow these tomatoes. Girl, you are like deep into trying to understand the habits and the things that you need to organize, the things that need to get together, the very logical approach that you need to take in order to get the seed to grow. You're not just sitting there like, okay, well, I planted the seed, yada, yada, yada. I'm gonna go about my day and like hope it grows. No, like you're like, I planted the seed and now I need to like do my research and like get my shit together to make sure that this grows. With this also happening during Mercury retrograde, this is like the tail end of Mercury retrograde. There's also a bit of just like checking, checking things twice what's that saying it's like wait you better not shout you no oh my god <laughs> what am i talking about you know what cancel cancel i don't know where i was going with that it's like i like i was singing something but in my head i was thinking about santa so i don't know what it is but it's that energy of checking things twice, checking your list twice, okay? Making sure, for example, with this um, example that we're giving about planting the seeds and, you know, getting your shit together, like getting your plant food and yada, yada. This is that energy of like, okay, I wrote my list. Let me double check my list. While I'm at Home Depot getting my plant food and getting my water and, you know, and getting all of these different things I need for the seed to grow and become something big to turn into this beautiful, bountiful tree that I know it can be, I need to make sure that the list that I'm taking with me to Home Depot has all of the things that I need on it. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to have to go back and and, and, and get it again because I need to make sure that I have my shit together for this. So it's very much like a, again, you know, new moons, great times, a beautiful time for new beginnings. It's like that blank slate. You can really bring things to life. And there's that additional sort of energy around manifestation and kind of like, you know, bringing things from whatever um, sort of divine realm into this earthly realm. And that's why I love these times so much. I love to just set that intention and think about what it is that I want to manifest. As always, I think there is so much magic in our world and magic is all around us and we can really lean on that. But I think right now we're really being called to tap into that Virgo energy. This is not about just leaning on the magic and hoping that it's going to happen. This is about you really allowing yourself to tap into the details. What are the things that you need to do to make it happen? And we're going to dive into each of the particular signs and how this is going to show up for you as we enter this particular new moon. 
So let's start with Aries, okay? This is actually happening for Aries in the sixth house. And the sixth house is all about routines. It's about habits. It can also rule coworkers, pets as well, that kind of thing. So this is like a double whammy. <laughs> this is like the epitome, epitome of getting your shit together, getting your shit together, getting your routine on point, like really making sure that the day-to-day -day routine for you, like what you're doing daily, how you're doing things that they are aligned with the version of yourself that you want to be and the life that you are manifesting. If you sit here, right, and you tell me that there's something that you want to do, if you're like, okay, Deandra, I want to be a vet. I don't know why, why this example has come to my head. You want to be a vet, right? But you haven't done your research, started to do your research on veterinary school. You haven't actually gone ahead and maybe like, you know, done an internship or done any of the things. Okay, that's like a really, that's not a great example. Oh my God. Why did I? I choose that one. I don't even know what is entailed with becoming a vet. Okay, back it up. Let's get rid of that one. Cancel. <laughs> okay, but you get the idea. Okay, this is about auditing your everyday vibe, your everyday routine, and making sure that you are actually doing the things that are aligned with that life. This is the energy of time blocking. This is the energy of organizing. This is the energy of setting up new habits. This is the energy of going to Barnes and Noble on the weekend and getting the books that you know are going to help you change your life. You're picking up Atomic Habits, baby. You're picking up all of these damn books at Barnes and Noble because you're like, you know what? This is it. This is the energy of going to GNC, getting your supplements, getting your vitamins and starting uh, some sort of like, you know, habit tracker situation because you are ready to change your life and nothing is going to stop you. Now, I will say, you know, with all of this, with any sign, okay, this is Aries rising here that we're talking about, but with any sign, when you are starting a habit and when you are really diving into changing your routine, it can be really like exciting at first. You're like, oh my God. God, I'm changing my life. This is it. Oh, I'm buying all the things. And you get so excited. Like, trust me, I'm that person. I've been there a million times. I have Mars and Aries. Like one thing about me, I will be very, very impulsive with the action, baby. Okay. But you need to remember that habits, right? Habits are things that we do habitually. We do them all the time. So you taking your vitamins for, you know, a week straight and then falling off week two, three, four, and five and forever on from there is not going to match up with that version of health that you want to really tap into doing your podcast for like a week or two and then forgetting about it is not going to match up with that version of yourself that wants to be a podcaster so you need to really like think about what are those things that you need to be doing habitually routinely every single day or every single week or every single month and do them tap into that and keep it up keep that energy up even when there's no one listening even when you don't feel the effects of the vitamins even when you keep having to pee all the time because you're drinking so much water keep it up because otherwise you won't actually see any of the differences or any of the things that you want to see because you're not doing those things habitually okay so this is very much that energy also snag yourself and manifest in gold digger planner okay girl listen it's got the time blocks in there it's got stuff for you to write down your daily priorities your habit trackers your weekly we get a glance your monthly glance your manifesting um your vision boards in there everything that you need to really tap into the sixth house energy of getting your shit together is in the manifesting gold digger planner linked in the show notes so okay taurus Taurus rising. This is happening in your fifth house, which is basically the house of like creative hobbies, dating. And we're talking about like dating, like, you know, you are on the streets or whatever, like you turn it up, but it's like fun. You know what I mean? Like this is the vibe of like, you got a roster, like you, you know, you're talking to all different types of people, but you're loving it. You're like your hot, single, 30, flirty, fun version of yourself. It's like that vibe for you. So with this, you're tapping into creating structures and habits around your creative pursuit. So yes, this is amazing. If you want to try knitting, you want to try like, you know, glass blowing, pottery, tennis perhaps. <laughs> but if you are not setting aside time, where this particular hobby, if you're not doing the thing routinely, then how do you expect to hone your craft? Now, this doesn't mean that you want to like start a knitting business. This doesn't mean that you want to be, you know, a pottery artist or that you want to be like the best tennis player in the world. But what I'm saying is when you're, even when you're tapping into a hobby and a creative craft, you actually need to be some type of disciplined in terms of the time and energy that you pour into your craft. Otherwise, you're not crafting your craft. You're just sporadically 
likely knitting something sometimes. <laughs> so this is about really learning to blend that fun and that spontaneity that we associate creativity with, but blending that with the discipline and the logic around Virgo. This can also show up like new beginnings in your dating life. So perhaps you're changing the way that you approach dating, whether it's how you meet people or how you interact with them once you're connected. So maybe for you, you're like, you know what? I really want to put myself out there. I really want to create that roster. I want to maintain that roster. I want to talk to different people. I want to, you know, do all these things. And so perhaps for you, that looks like you, you know, setting some sort of routine around the dates that you're going to go on. And you're like making it a game for yourself. Like I'm going to go on like two dates a week minimum. And that is your goal. And you're setting yourself that intention and that structure around dating, which even though, I mean, that like maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, whatever. I think it's kind of fun to set something like that and just like set a goal around how much you want to put yourself out there because it, it almost makes it like a game and you challenge yourself and you're like, okay, I need to go on two dates this week. So like I need to be like flirty and fun at Starbucks and I need to be like on the dating apps or I need to be like talking to people at my gym because I want to go on my two dates this week. So really making it fun, but also again, like adding a bit of structure around it as well. Gemini rising, this is happening in your fourth house, which is all about home and family. So this really looks like creating a new vibe in your home or with your family. This is a beautiful time to start thinking about what your home looks like, how your home feels for you and creating a home life and family life that you really imagine for yourself. So perhaps this means that you are tapping into the very traditional Virgo themes in your home. So getting organized, right? So maybe you're like, I am just going to build a custom clock it like that is it that's my big project like I'm really gonna do this or perhaps you're like my office is a freaking mess like I need to get like shelves I need to start organizing my office I really want to make it a place where I walk in and I don't feel so panicked to be in here perhaps you are investing in new pots and pans and decor and like a new way to organize the pots and pans and all of the things but really what it is is that you are tapping into ways to create more structure in your home that's aligned with the version of yourself that you want to be and the version of that life and that home that you have. This can also look like just like creating that structure in your home life as well, reinventing the way that your family relationships and family dynamics look like. You know, maybe for you, you're like, you know what? I want to do a thing where every single Saturday, like me and my family go out to, to brunch. And that is something I really want to do because it would allow us to really build a deeper relationship relationship, a more fulfilling relationship. Or maybe if you're like myself and you don't live close to family, you're like, I really want to make sure that I am cultivating that relationship with my parents or my family more. And so you're like, you know what? Every single, you know, Saturday or every other day or whatever the case is, I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them on FaceTime. We're going to chat. I want to make sure that I'm showing up for my family and I'm showing up for them regularly, routinely, so they know that I'm there and vice versa. So perhaps it looks like that for you. Cancer Rising, this is taking place in your third house. And so this is about tapping into new ways of sharing your authentic truth, okay? You are experiencing this desire to start something new when it comes to the way that you communicate or perhaps what it is that you communicate, okay? So this may look like sharing content on social media. Some of you guys may be wanting to write a book or perhaps like a screenplay or something, some sort of like media thing where you're like sharing information with the world. Maybe you wanna create a course of, possibly. Um, this is about really allowing yourself to create the habits and the infrastructure within your life to support this goal as it relates to showing up and sharing your truth. So if you want to write that book, Cancer, if you know you have a book in you and you know there's something that you really want to share with the world, are you showing up every single day to write? Are you showing up every single day to pitch your book to agents or to different publishing houses? Are you doing that networking? If you are wanting to share on social media, are you making those reels? Are you making those TikToks? Are you making those pieces of content to share what it is that you have on your heart? Because otherwise you are really just shrinking and you are not allowing yourself to share the information, the wealth of information that you have. So right now, this is structure around that. Perhaps you're like, you know what? I'm creating a plan. I'm going to share, you know, every 
other day on social media, or you're like, I'm going to write for 30 minutes a day, or I'm going to pitch my book to three different literary agents every single day, whatever that looks like to you, you're creating structure and organization around the ways that you're sharing your authentic truth. So Leo rising, this is taking place in your second house, which is basically a giving a vibe of new money beliefs and new money moves. Okay. This is the house that really governs our income, but also our value, like the things that we value as well. So for you, this is a great time to think about your budget and your money habits. How are they affecting your life? If you don't have the structure of a budget, perhaps this is the time that you're like, you know what? I think I might want to create a little, a little budget or something. I think I might want to get a little uh, more organized about how I'm tracking my money and what's coming in and what's coming out. This could also be just you like manifesting new ways to call in more money through some sort of organization thing. I don't know why I thought about this, but like for me, it was giving the vibe of perhaps you're someone who likes to clean and you're like you know what I want to create like my cleaning business I want to launch a cleaning business or I want to launch an organization business something where you're able to sort of blend your love of organization and you know getting shit together but like make money from it as well um this just could be that realization that perhaps you haven't been super organized or you haven't been super logical about the way that you handle your resources and you realize this is not serving me well in order to be the person that has you know this much much money in their savings, this much money in their retirement account, who has this beautiful relationship with money where I don't always feel like I'm broke and I don't always feel like I don't have enough. I need to change the relationship that I have with money. I need to shift and align and create that budget, finally create that outline in order to really align myself with the reality that I prefer to live and that relationship that I prefer to have with money. So this is really just a complete sort of like restructure, reorganization, reorganizing of your budget and your money vibes okay Virgo this is taking place in your first house of self this is amazing this is exciting this is big okay this is basically like reinventing how you show up to the world this is your entire self our first house oh that's ourself, okay? So this is like you thinking that you may want to completely change the way that you show up in the world. You might be ready to shake things up and truly come back better than ever before. It's giving the vibe of like butterfly emerging from the cocoon. You've been cooking up in that cocoon and girl, you about to burst out and you're about to see something today, okay? That is the vibe. So now you're asking yourself, what habits do I need to embrace as this new version of myself, as this person that I want to re emerge as burst through as come back as right what do i need to perhaps let go and i know this isn't a full moon but you know in a reinvention of self we often are letting go things like we're like okay if i'm stepping into this i'm stepping away from this possibly if i'm going in this direction maybe this means that i have to fully let go of something or someone or some thoughts in order to really dive into whatever direction it is i want to go in so what are those habits what are those hobbies like maybe you're taking on completely new hobbies you're doing new things how are your beliefs changing this first house feels like such a beautiful culmination of all of the things right this is really just a complete shift in how you are acting how you are being how you are showing up to the world how you're approaching the world the energy by which people see you and feel you and experience you you are reinventing all of that and i'm so excited for you because i feel like that just that seems amazing so yeah okay libra this is or Libra rising rather this is taking place in your 12th house so this is all about new beliefs and spiritual understanding so this is a beautiful opportunity to go inward ask yourself how you are truly caring for your soul and how you are doing so habitually are you practicing the spiritual exercises that you know are linked to you showing up as your best self in this world or are you maybe slacking off a bit this is about allowing yourself to discover or perhaps just like adopt you know any sort of new spiritual practices that feel like they're really aligned with you whether that's meditation journaling reiki whatever the case is you're really 
is just having to sit with like your spiritual health, right? So if you are not nurturing your soul, if you're not nurturing your spirit, you're going to find that you're not showing up in the world as your best self. You could eat all the good things in the world. You could do all the exercise. You can have all the connections. But if that like relationship with yourself and your soul is just not there, if you're not nurturing yourself, caring for yourself, healing, doing that deep, you know, healing work that you know you need to do, then all of those other things, they're not really going to matter. They're basically just band-aids over something that's a much bigger problem. So this is all about going inward, really sitting with where you need to create some structure. Perhaps for you, you're like, you know what? I'm going to start meditating because I know that helps me. I know that makes me feel like I'm my best self. And I want to start meditating every single day. Perhaps you're like, I want to start journaling and I want to start journaling every single day because that feels aligned. And I know I get my best insight. I get my best ideas. I feel like my best self when I'm doing that. So what does that look like to apply structure to some of these spiritual habits? And how can you kind of start doing that with this Virgo new moon? About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Scorpio, this is taking place in your 11th house, which is all about calling in new communities or joining new clubs, making new friends, that kind of thing. So this is a great time to tap into cultivating a new community, okay? This is about taking a look at your community. Maybe it exists or maybe perhaps it doesn't exist. And so you wanna start to create some new habits around that. So for example, if you're like, I really don't feel like I have community and I really want community in my life, does that look like you? you habitually doing something new in a community environment every single week. Maybe you're like, I'm going to go to tennis or I'm going to go to, you know, the the weekly book club, or I'm going to show up at these meetup events regularly because I really want to cultivate a community. Or perhaps you already have the community cultivated, but you're recognizing where you might need to apply a bit more structure around how you spend time with that community and nurture that community. So if you join the book club, but you never show up and you never read the books, maybe you're like, you know what? I actually want to make sure that I am doing so regularly that I'm pouring something into this because this pours into me or I want it to pour into me. And so I want to pour into that. So how can you, again, create that structure around cultivating a community or nurturing the community that you already have? Sagittarius rising, this is taking place in your 10th house, which is all about new ventures at work or new things with your public image. So perhaps you are diving into a completely new chapter at work. Maybe you haven't even realized that's what you're doing, but in order to really dive into that chapter, you need to make sure that your habits are aligned with the version of yourself that has that role. So whether you're manifesting something like a promotion or perhaps it's just a completely different 
career, like you're making a complete career shift, you need to tap into the different habits and routines that the version of yourself that has that role, has that promotion is doing. Is that person showing up at work a certain time a day? Is that person really on it with like checking their emails and cleaning up their inbox? Is that person really on it with doing whatever it is that you need to do in order to step into that version of yourself that has that role? This house is also about public image. So this is also like related to tapping into the habits and the disciplined beliefs that you have that are aligned with the way that you wish to show up in the world. So for example, if you want to show up as someone who is hardworking, if you want people to think that you are kind, that you are empathetic, if you are this good person, are you actually being that person? And are you being that person regularly and routinely? And if not, perhaps this is a place where you need to reevaluate how it is that you are showing up in the world and what habits you are actually taking into account in your life. Capricorn rising, this is taking place in your ninth house. So this is all about a fresh perspective when it comes to your beliefs, higher learning, or travel. So this could be really about wanting to dive into your beliefs and what you've learned and where you can create more ways to habitually learn. So perhaps for you, you're recognizing that you crave some more knowledge. You crave higher learning. You crave, you know, the philosophy and like all of the sociology and the psychology of the world. And you want to learn learn more. And so what does that look like for you to tap into that habitually? Perhaps it means that you are, you know, taking a new class. Perhaps it means that you are reading the books regularly. Perhaps it means that you're showing up to the meetup discussions and engaging in them. But what does that look like if you really want to tap into higher learning and understanding the world more and having a bit more color and context to your beliefs? You need to actually make sure that you are doing things regularly, habitually putting some structure around the ways that you are learning and intaking information. This could also mean just going back to school. Perhaps some of you are going back to school or you have recently started school. And so you're recognizing the ways in which you need to put more structure into your study habits, your learning habits. Are you doing the things that you need to do to make sure that the information you're learning in class is truly cemented within your brain? Okay. It's one thing to sit in class and show up, but girls, a whole other thing to really make sure that you're learning those lesson. So this is really about tapping into that, like making sure that you are truly deep diving into the knowledge and taking the habits or taking the steps that you need to really integrate that knowledge habitually. This could also be about travel. So, you know, perhaps you're taking uh, more travels, more trips, you're doing more of that. And you kind of want to like add a bit more structure around the ways that you travel, or maybe for you, you want to travel more and you're recognizing where you might need to set better structures in place to save the money to travel more in your life. Aquarius rising, this is taking place in your eighth house. So this is all about creating new income through the collective. So the eighth house is really interesting because it talks about collective money. So things like loans, investments, pooling money together, but it also talks about some of the occult things as well. It's a really interesting one. It's one that I have been quite fascinated by because I always like want to learn a bit more about this one is not as like straight cut and dry to me at least as some of the other houses with this new moon taking place in your eighth house this is all about tapping into collective investment so how you might be able to make new money and more money through collective investments shared income shared monies so perhaps you are creating some sort of new business venture that relies on other people's money as well as your own or you are coming together with another person or other people in order to start something that really allows y'all to make passive income to make more money through this pooled venture or maybe even like for some of you guys it could look like you're getting a business loan or you're doing something where you're really diving into other people's monies so the business loan in order to fund something or start something for yourself so if you're thinking about starting a business and you know you need to go through the bank this could be a time where you're initiating that sort of process of going to the bank or maybe perhaps like finding out that you have gotten that actual business loan or that thing that you need in order to proceed with this venture. So Pisces rising, this is taking place in your seventh house. So this is about updates in your one-to-one relationships, whether they are romantic or just business. So whether you're partnered or not, this is a new beginning when it comes to your outlook of relationships. Maybe you're recognizing that
something that you need to audit certain habits in order to make time for nurturing your partnership. So if you are recognizing that perhaps you're not spending as much time with your partner or you guys aren't going on date nights as much or doing some of the things that you want to do, how can you kind of add a bit more structure around that? I know sometimes with things like that, it can be hard because you don't want to like take away from the spontaneity of it all. But I think you can definitely maintain a balance of spontaneity plus also structure. So perhaps you're like, okay, we do a date night once a week. Now what that date night looks like can shift every single week. It doesn't always have to be dinner. It doesn't always have to be a movie. It can really change. Maybe one night it's salsa dancing. Maybe one night it's tennis or pickleball. Maybe another night it is dinner. So really allowing yourself to create some sort of structure around that. If you're single, this could be around auditing your habits when it comes to calling in a partner, whether that is a romantic partner or perhaps you are in a place where you're calling in a business partner or someone who's going to help you with something and you need that one-to-one close relationship. So if you're not using dating apps or if you're not going out by yourself or if you're not just showing up habitually and daily with this sort of open energy, then you are not making energetic space for that person to come in. So looking at your life and recognizing where it is you might be a little closed off and where it is you might be repeating habits that are not really conducive with you calling in a partner and allowing yourself to shift those habits in order to do that. So my loves, that is your new moon in Virgo episode. Thank you for chatting with me, sticking with me through that long intro. And yeah, for us getting through all of these different readings for all the different signs, make sure to listen for your rising sign. If you don't know your rising sign, feel free to listen for your sun sign, see if it resonates, but the rising sign would be the most accurate. And yeah, let me know if this resonated for you. Hopefully it did. And I will chat with you guys in the very next episode. Bye my loves. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes and yeah, let's, let's hang out in Bali. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc